Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. Thoughts and prayers, whatever your thing is, send it to the people who are, are searching for these people and send it to the people who are actually on the submarine because what a wild, wild thing that they're going through. So that was a little piece of an update that we got from the U.S. Coast Guard. I'm going to play the rest of it right now, but um, there's a piece after that that I think is uh, going to be pretty interesting for y'all. These search efforts have focused on both surface with C-130 aircraft searching by sight and with radar and subsurface with P-3 aircraft, we're able to drop and monitor sonar buoys. To date, those search efforts have not yielded any results. Search efforts have continued through last night and today. Today, the vessel Deep Energy, 194 meter pipe-laying vessel arrived on scene with underwater ROV capability. They have rendezvoused with the vessel Polar Prince and commenced an ROV dive at the last known of the position of the Titan and the approximate position of the Titanic wreck. That operation is currently ongoing. Crazy. Oh, um, my gosh. These poor people. I know. So there is, though, uh, really, really brand new information. Now, they was, he was talking about the ongoing thing that they were doing. Well, mm-hmm. a Canadian aircraft that is part of the search, um, they heard banging at 30-minute intervals. Oh, my gosh. In the area that the submarine disappeared. Um, Now, the president of the Explorers Club confirmed in a social media post that there is cause for hope. In a statement, he said, in quotes, we have much greater confidence that one, there is cause for hope based on the data from the field. We understand that likely signs of life have been detected at the site. Oh, my goodness. It's unclear when the banging sounds were heard and officials have not confirmed the reports or said that they have found the crew. But they heard banging. But they heard banging. But here's the deal, too. And I don't want to like, I mean, there's all these realists who are very close to what's going on. This is uh, from a former um, Coast Guard captain. And this is what he had to say. And when you think about it, it's kind of true, just considering all of the things involved. Um, if you do find it, what then? The United States Navy has a command with some submarine rescue vessels and those vessels are capable of uh, going down and actually physically attaching to a sunken submarine and and physically allowing people to be removed from the submarine they can only operate to a depth the most capable platform the u.s navy has can only operate to a depth of 2,000 feet this vessel is 12,800 feet so the fact of the matter is is that there is no vehicle or vessel in the world that would allow these people to be removed from the submersible itself. This would not only take a miracle, it would take an unprecedented one. Yes, I agree with that. And I think really, a, I'd say a series of miracles, which yeah. would be that the finding it uh, and then as the uh, Coast Guard Admiral, and this is not being critical in any way, I think it's a very realistic statement. But in the press conference yesterday, the Coast Guard Admiral in the first district said, effect some sort of rescue Mm -hmm. if you find it then respond to whatever the circumstances are you find and with whatever gear you have and you hope that they all match up and that everything works perfectly it's the morning routine with rocky and sarah Sarah. on 98.7 wnns we got kelly mano in the studio right now now if you don't know kelly uh she is crowned the unofficial ambassador of gen x by tiktok 
Um, she's here to do some stuff in town, but uh, I want to learn a little bit more about her and uh, uh, how she got 2.3 million followers. Oh, my goodness. The TikTok. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Now, she knows exactly what she's doing. She started in morning radio. You, you, you know what's going on here. 20 years ago. 20 years ago, oh, I did man. morning radio, which makes me feel like a dinosaur, but... No. I'm excited to be back. No. Do you miss it at all? Do you miss waking up early in the morning? I don't miss waking up, but I miss radio like every single day. Yeah. I feel like TikTok and my social media is almost an extension of what I would be doing if I were still on radio. Exactly. Exactly. So you were doing that and then you said you kind of got into some like mom blog stuff and take us a little bit through the journey. I want to get to know you. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much... I've been an oversharer my entire life. Right. And so when social media and the internet came along, it was very natural for me to just start sharing things. And way back in the early 2000s, I became a mommy blogger, which was really popular back then. Yeah. And I'd blog about all my kids and their potty training and God knows what else. Uh, and then that kind of sort of went away and my kids got older and I started Facebook and Instagram and things like that. And then you know, here comes TikTok during the pandemic, which was an app that my kids had. Right. And I've always sort of had a rule as my teenagers is that if you're going to have social media, I'm going to have social media because I need to understand how to run this and how to stalk you and yeah. how to, you know, do all those things. Yeah. Initially, I joined TikTok just to stalk my children. <laughs> and then it's all I guess uphill from there. I love how your your daughter was like, "Don't don't let any of my friends know." When when my youngest Libby Lou was helping me <laughs> like set up my account, it came to like the username, and she's like, "Mom, do not use your real name. I don't want kids at school to know." That my mom has a TikTok page. That's so cringy. And I'm like, why would your friends ever know I had a TikTok? It's not like they're going to see this or anything. Did she give you any other options? Like, there was, she was like, be, uh, Mary had a little lamb. I don't know. One, two, three, four. <laughs> yes. I mean, actually, there was like, I, I think like the first week I was like that 90s mom or something. And it, and it just no. felt so stupid and yeah. weird. And But to be honest, like looking back, had I known I was going to have over 2 million followers, Probably wouldn't have used my real name. Probably would have used something a little less um, anonymous. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like what people really, really glam onto is the fact that you're super genuine. So you know, you yeah. use being yourself and using your name. This is somebody who's they called Rocky, but that has Rocky does. Although it's weird, it does feel like my like name because I've been mm -hmm. called it for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great thing that you use your name. Now, I don't have to deal with any of the fallout from it. Right. But, uh, <laughs> the crazy people that can right. find my house really easily. Do you have any good stories? Any good air-appropriate stories that you could pull I off? I mean, I did have one guy who was like pretty a heavy story. Okay, so I did a video yes. about, about, <laughs> about wedgies, okay? Yes. And it was a funny video about wedgies. And in the video, I got a wedgie. And I didn't think much of it. And all of a sudden, I started getting these weird messages about wedgies. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. What is something everyone looks funny doing? That was the question of the day. And you can give us a call to 217-629-5483 uh, if you feel like you have an answer. But what, do you, what about you, Sarah? What do you think? I think karaoke, for sure. You got to look funny doing karaoke. <laughs> yeah, it's an art. Some people do look good, but I think if you don't know the art of karaoke, you kind of look funny, yeah. Yeah. And you sound a little funny, too. 
A little bit. My son was seven years old when we were down in Florida doing karaoke, and he sang, and I'm proud to be an American. I know. Oh, it was the cutest thing ever. Right. He didn't look funny, though. I No, he didn't look funny. He looked cute. Yeah. I guess that's true. Well, it's okay. We have plenty of answers. Yeah. Um, Mine was, um, you know, when you are swatting bugs away from your face or like trying to get a fly. Everybody (laughs) looks a little spastic doing that. True. Uh, But going to our Facebook, we have Phoebe who agreed swatting bugs away. That's hilarious with a great gift. Thank you, Phoebe. (laughs) Uh, Heather, this is great. Still uh, coughing naked. That's a huge Seinfeld (laughs) reference and I love that so much. KJ talking on their phone without a visible earbud. Yeah. A lot of people do that more and more these days. Uh, Jim shaking a protein drink. Yeah, everybody's a little... Looks kind of funny doing that. spastic too. Corey, this is a good one. Sneezing. Yeah. It's just nobody sneezes great. I don't no, know. you can't. No. And if you're one of those people who like close your nose, it's like, yeah, I don't like that. That doesn't sound comfortable at all. Let it go. Uh, Let it go. <laughs> said eating chicken wings. Is funny. Yeah. It does make you look kind of like, like Gollum-esque. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, Indra said sleeping. That's hilarious. Everybody looks funny sleeping. What's your sleep face? Give it to me. Oh, that's nice. Here's mine. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's a great face. Jeff said, uh, oh, this is great. Putting stuffed animals on their head. And he took a picture and sent us uh, a picture of him doing that. Hold on. Clever. One second. We got a call. (laughs) Hey, you got the morning routine. How's it going? Hey, good. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing all right. Good, good. So you got an answer to the question? I I think I might have one. All right. What do you got? Using your opposite hand to do anything. Using your opposite hand to do anything. Anything. I love I love that. So, like, yeah, I'm writing with my left hand. That looks absolutely unnatural. <laughs> yeah. I think about just about anything, but I don't know if that might be a good one or not. But. That's great. That's great. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I am actually left-handed. Well, you know, I can do a few things with my right hand, but most things are... Uh, a little weird. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, my friend. Oh, yeah, no problem, no problem. Y'all have a great rest of your day. All you right, too. you too. That was good. I never thought about that. Doing the, something uh, with your opposite, opposite hand. hand. Yeah. That's very, very good. It does look very unnatural. That it does. Going to Reddit, chasing after something blowing in the wind. That is probably one of my favorite ones. Because you almost catch it, then not quite. <laughs> then you keep trying right. and keep trying. Trying to step on it, trying to hold it with your foot never really works. Uh, standing and sitting awkwardly while everyone sings happy birthday to you. That's never fun. And you that's look funny awkward. doing that. Yeah. And so does everybody else singing to you. <laughs> Finally. Spectacular. <sighs> spectacular. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Generally, I like it. Mm. I love coffee. Think about it. It's a bean that you drink. It's a morning routine with Rocky and Sarah here on 98.7 WNNS. This story is just wild to me. Tampa woman left her mansion and inheritance to seven cats. That's right. Oh, no. Seven cats. No. True story. A Tampa, Florida woman will uh, stipulated that her seven cats must remain in her home and that they receive an inheritance. Wow. God, she loves those cats. My 
wife is doing a job for 20 cats oh right my now. Oh, my gosh. It's remarkable, that many cats. Anything over five, I feel like, would just be a blur of cats. That's amazing. We have one, and one is enough Oh, for yeah, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. I could tell with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell with the th- how he feels about Kirsch. <laughs> yes, he loves him dearly. Well, a friend said the deal is that the house was not to be sold until the last cat passed. Oh, my God. Yeah, the woman was worried it would be difficult on her pets if they were separated or placed in a new home, which is very understandable. She cares about them. Yeah. Aw. So what if somebody, like, moved into the house and just became the pet caretaker? Oh, yeah. But then they'd probably spend all of the money on, you know, booze and sin. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Well, for nearly six months, the cats remained in the 4,000 square foot home that had a market value of $2.5 million. Someone stopped by a few times a day to check on them, but a judge decided it was in the, if, decided it was best if the cats found new homes. Okay, oh. so you mean it's not the right thing to have cats have the complete run of a mansion? Of a $2.5 million dollar mansion? It's <laughs> probably the better idea. I Who's cleaning the litter? Who's giving the food? I mean, I guess they have people stopping by. But it's what the lady wanted. She wanted them in the house. Uh, Yeah. Smell of that place, probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. The cats will stay together and they will come uh, with an inheritance. The exact amount is still being worked out by an attorney and will be enough to cover the cat's food, medical, and grooming bills forever. The cats are only five years old and Persian cats can be expensive. Okay, but if you get the cats, you technically get the inheritance? Yes, but to be spent on cat food and other cat-related things. So you couldn't, like, go out and get lunch and then take them to go get, you know, other things. No all-night bender. No craziness. Well... What's the fun in that? I mean, what what if there's money left over after the cats pass? Somebody's going to adopt those cats and poison those cats and try and take the money. That's what I see happening. And then five years down the line, it's going to be like the best Netflix special ever. (laughs) My seven cats. (laughs) It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WN. The beloved character, Indiana Jones. It's his last time being Indy. Man, Indy. I know. The actor explained the reason for the success behind the character and what continues to push fans to adore the saga. Ford is getting ready to retire from the role after the release of the franchise's final chapter, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. This is what he had to say in full. I am of that age, and I wanted it to feel real for the audience. I wanted them to see the complexity of that experience with uh, someone they spent 40 years with. Can I just say, on behalf of all the fans, thank you. It's been such an adventure. We love you so much. I don't want to make you blush or anything, but you mean the world to us, and um, thank you. And I must say to you, thank you sincerely. It means the world to me. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, he's been, gosh, such an epic actor in everybody's homes across America for, yeah, like, 40 years. I watched Temple of Doom so many times. Oh, so many times. Last Crusade was mine. I watched that over and over and over and over. I was just uh, listening to an interview with Harrison Ford on a red carpet, and they were like, if you could be anywhere in the world right now, and I think it was at the premiere of this movie, he was like, home. Home. He was like, I haven't been home in so long. He was like, I just want to be home. 
Oh. And uh, you can tell. You know, I mean, he's he's getting up there. He is. Yeah. There's so nobody like Harrison Ford, I though. love Harrison Ford. <sighs> Robert Downey Jr. says being sent to prison in 1999 was the worst thing that happened to me. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he said that and not the best thing, because uh, we don't want anybody trying to get into prison. Right. Here. Probably not a good thing. <laughs> the Iron Man star opened up about his time in a California state prison during an episode of Armchair Expert Podcast. While speaking to a friend and podcast co host Dax Shepard. He opened up about his uh, year in prison during the late 90s and his own denial of the substance abuse issues. Man, he's been through a lot. He has been through a ton, yeah. Downey recalled being over-sentenced by an angry judge and being sent to a North Kern State Prison in Delano, California, described as a receiving center where they decide where you're going to go. He called it arguably the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life because inmates of various security levels are kept together. Oh my. Downey said uh, you could just feel the evil in the air and that was no trouble at all because it was kind of like just being in a really bad neighborhood. There's no opportunity there. There are only threats. Yeah. Oh. I never want to go to prison. I nor you do know, I. I. I think I'd be I'd be I'd be uh it wouldn't be good for me. No, it would yeah. be a bad thing. Yeah, in all the worst ways where your imagination can go, probably. I mean, Indeed. I don't know everything that goes on in prison, but the things that I've heard, the rumors that I've heard, it wouldn't be good. Not so great. <laughs> Well, this is going to make you feel good because it made me feel good, and we did it together. This guy, Victor Wembanyama, the likely first pick in the NBA draft, threw a wild first pitch at the Yankees game game last night. The announcer (laughs) uh, had some things to say about it. This is what he said. Well, we promised you the Victor Wembanyama first pitch. He will be the first pick on Thursday night in the NBA draft. All right, guys, here we go. 7-4. Let's see. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 This stuff lasts forever, mm-hmm. and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. She's a controversial figure to some, but I I like what she puts out. Who? It's Kylie Jenner's liquid lip matte uh, lipstick. Kylie Jenner. I mean, she's not. Why is she controversial? I don't know. Some people like her. Some people don't. Oh, well, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it do for you? What does it do? It's just. I think it's the perfect nude lip shade. It's just. It's the greatest shade. Are you wearing it right now? I am. It's kind of worn off a little bit though. So. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It looks good. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. I've had it for like, I don't know, over a year now, and I finally had to get a new one, but it's awesome. It's a lip liner, and it's a lip, like, liquid matte lipstick. I've debated wearing the guy's makeup. Oh, uh, really? For like, well, here's the deal. If it helps you, like, stop sweating so much, like, is there any makeup that does does that? Like, the powders and the Yeah, there's powders and there's, like, setting powder that makes your face more matte and takes away the shine. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Because, I mean, they call them, like, cool names like war paint. 
That's like one dude's makeup, which is so ridiculous. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's and like the stuff seems to be pretty light, like cover up stuff for zits and yeah, you know, stuff like that. But why not? I mean, who cares? Absolutely. Although I don't want to then start getting into like the whole routine where I have to like then get the stuff to take it off because it ruins your skin and all of that stuff. Right. It's a so process. I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I just decided I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. No, but all, what I got to do is what my wife does. She takes such great care of her skin. I'm like washing it with water and occasionally with like a bar of soap. You know what I mean? And right. from what I understand, that's not the best thing that you can do for your skin. So uh, I might have to uh, up it. Uh, a notch. Yeah. Maybe get some collagen cream, right? That stuff's good for you. Oh, I guess. I just steal it from her. I'm not going to buy anything for myself. I don't oh. <laughs> yeah. Because that stuff's so expensive. It's so not cheap. So expensive. Yeah. I know. It's um, a racket. That collagen stuff. I know. Well, um, my hot pick is Black Mirror. We talked about it a little bit uh, yesterday for TV Talk, but I am serious when I say I recommend this show. Um, now, I recommend it for a couple ideas. First, it's super entertaining. It's very well written. The acting is incredible. Uh, it's really interesting how they can connect some of the episodes through the entire series in just little ways. Like even if it's a, a picture on a desk of something from another episode that mm-hmm. you notice in a new episode. Little things like that that are just really, really cool. Kind of keep you connected and into the whole thing. Uh, through the duration of the season. But um, it makes you think. It makes you think about stuff that's happening in technology. And like, Great. Well, well, well that, yeah. But, I mean, you gotta, we have to start, like, thinking about, like, real repercussions. Right. And I know it's not necessarily for us to think about. It's for other people to regulate and think about. But it's here. I mean, it's here. AI is something that, and this is what the first episode, Jonah's Awful, talks about. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.